0: Hello, and welcome to a Driving Mall Show special. Yes, the Driving Mall Show, which comes to you at 8pm every Monday night. But you know what? When we have big, big news, we have to get on the blower uh, and have a chat with you. And uh, if all I have to do is sort of stand up a little bit, and you can probably see what the the, the news is going to be. Look at my jersey. Arsvin's uh, got the hat on. He's got the jersey on. Yes, uh, this is a special about Dan Carter signing for the Blues. So, Ashwin, have you managed to contain your excitement today, or have you just been bouncing off the walls?
2: I've been able to contain my excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: not the response. You're to say, no, this
2: is fun. <laughs> oh, look! I think, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, one thing. There'll be different responses from different um, Blues fans. Um, the, the, the interesting thing for myself is that um, I suppose. And the group that I, I I also probably attend the games with is that all news is good news, but at the end of the day, it's the results on the paddock that make the difference. So this is a, this is a great building block in at achieving that. Um, but it's not the results on the field; it's just a it's a brilliant piece of a puzzle.
0: You see, and answering has been to the Blues media training day, where he got told, "We take it a game at a time. In the boys I'm impressed with their their performance today. We 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 yes, we've got a few things to work on. Um, yeah, I'll." Deary me. I like like my personal
2: favourite for me is um, the team with the most points on the board at the end of the day will be declared the winner.
0: Well, there is that, yes. So uh, let's have a look. So this came out basically yesterday. Last um, night? Well, last night. uh, And it came out really in perhaps back-to-front order because everyone was like, Dan Carter's back for the Blues. And and a whole bunch of people sort of sat around who who were thinking about it. They are like, but they've already got. Five fly halves. Why do they need him? Um well he's the fifth. The um well he, he yes. Now the reason that was because afterwards it came out that Stephen Perifetta um had in has uh, has got a basically a season-ending injury, or or well, or, or, or well actually that's not true. Uh he might come back towards the end of this end of the series, but it's only a 10-week season. So any kind of injury is nearly season ending ending, in all honesty. So let's talk about Stephen Perifetta first, actually, and go the right way about this. There was an injury. And then we find out who the replacement is and try to get it in the right order. Yeah, just, no, absolutely. Uh, it's.
2: Oh, I think it's really disappointing for Stephen, isn't it? Um, it's. He's he's just been plagued. He's, he's actually been at the Blues for probably uh, um, at least three seasons, possibly even four seasons, that he's been on the roster at the Blues. But he's just been blighted by injuries. And this is just another one that come along. Um, it sounds like he's picked it up in training, by the sounds of it, from what I've read. But there hasn't been a lot of information around it that I've seen. So um, he's picked up a foot injury at training, and as I said, it's we're not we're just not getting a chance to see what he can deliver on the paddock because he just picks up injuries so frequently.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think he, he is one of those. Ex- when we see him play, when we we seen him play well, he is one of those young, exciting guys, a bit like Joshuaani down in the The big difference is Joshuaani has had games. Whereas Stephen Pericetta hasn't, um, so we're not sure exactly how good Stephen can be. Last time we think it, um, from memory, uh, it was either a, shot, uh, yeah, a shoulder injury that took him out for a season. That was pretty much all of uh, twenty nineteen. Was was pretty much that was out with that, wasn't it? Yep. Um, and uh, so yes, yeah. and then so, I think
2: twenty eighteen he had a season-ending injury as well, or something that really affected majority of a season as well.
0: So yeah, so we wish him a full recovery and we wish him actually an, in, an injury-free season next year because we'd love to Absolutely. see him. Um, if, you, if you're going to miss a
2: season, that's a good, it's a good season to miss, isn't it?
0: Well, true, but they, part of the, yes, part of the, the thing, thing that we've had this lockdown, we've had this, these eight, nine weeks, whatever it's been, uh, where play where pe- people are supposed to be able to get over these niggles um, and get themselves in to, um, in, into that. But there you go. Um, the, so one of the reasons that so what yeah you know, and Christopher brings up a question a point here about um the insurance side of things, but one of the reasons that we've we can see Dan Carter take part, but Liam Squire, Kieran Reed, uh, Ben Smith, etc. not take part is that he's out of contract. Yes, he 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 took the Kobe Steelers to the championship, but because that season now has been cancelled, he doesn't have a contract for next season. His 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 contract got um got yeah, got basically got came to an end. All those other guys are going back to Japan in November for the next season. That's why there isn't the insurance issues around Dan Carter. And talking of money, uh, apparently he's also taking a, a big pay cut um, as well to do this. And basically he's coming in on basically a standard super rugby contract. He's not on the million dollars a year that he was when he was over at Racing. Mind you,
2: we we must remember it says that the minimum is eighteen hundred dollars a week. We don't know whether he's getting the minimum. He won't be getting the two million dollars for sure. That's definitely the uh, uh, scenario. And he has said that he's basically doing it to give back to the game, which is great. You know, um, great to see that he's doing that. And he wants to spend more family time, and that's why I suppose you know in the fact that he wants to give back to the game, there's an opportunity at the Blues. The question marks obviously. How come he didn't go down to Red and Black Country? Um, and the answer is uh, twofold in the fact that um, the opportunities has arisen at the Blues and the fact that, as he says, he wants the lockdown has show that he spent, loves spending time with the family.
0: So, um, you know, family, if he if ends up going down to the family, around, the family lives in Auckland, in Newmarket,
2: <laughs> 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 might have moved out of Newmarket now, but yeah, no, they definitely live in Auckland. Yes.
0: Um, so there is that side of things. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so fantastic that he's back, as you say. He's talking about giving back. He's talking about uh, helping the younger guys come through. What he's also talking about is that he's played six games in a, in a year and a half um, yep. and had no contact for for the last three months. Yeah. Now, if you think that when they uh, – when all the discussions about how quickly can we get Super Rugby stood back up again, they were talking – I can't remember if it was if, – if it was, was it two or three weeks they said they needed the contact training – before um, you can actually take part in a, in a, in a game, so he's a, he is a number of weeks away, uh, having had no contact for three months.
2: Look, when, uh, when when I heard this, when I heard the news, I, I mean, to tell you the truth, I wasn't really sort of thinking, "Oh, yeah, he's going to be you know on the field and playing number ten or or 12. Um It was more the fact is that this is what those play. This is what the Blues have been missing: is that um, the the culture, the experience. You know, we've seen it with Bowdoin Barrett already coming back in after lockdown where he goes and sets, a, um, you know, um, a team or, I don't know, it was a team or country record in that bron- Bronco Buster test that they have. And it's just like, well, and hang on, it sets a benchmark. It shows the other players what they need to do to reach a certain level, to be better than what they are. And I think that's what Dan Carter is going to bring. He's going to bring the professionalism. And he's going to bring, obviously, world, world world of experience that he's going to pass on, be able to pass on to the players as well. And I think it's great for Bowdoin Barrett, because if you think about it, it's a very young backline. And you've got someone now with masses of experience to help him to sort of um, mentor that backline. And then, obviously, once he's match fit, maybe running on the field and seeing him run around in a Blues jersey.
0: Yeah, I think it will take. So yeah, I, I'm not expecting it to turn out for the first three or so weeks. Um, I did see uh, Elliot Smith, the uh, Elliot Smith, Elliot somebody or other on Twitter. One of the um, one one of one of our esteemed rugby journalists uh, mentioned. Esteemed. Um, how can someone who who isn't available for three weeks be an injury replacement? Well, look, there's not many injury replacements around, mate, and no <laughs> one's had contact for three months. Okay.
2: <laughs> who are you going to get? Good point. I mean, like reality is, who are you going to get? Because nobody's been playing. I mean, even yeah. when you look at club rugby, them—I'm I'm guessing they're training now, or they have been. Um, so
0: yeah, training train started on Tuesday because uh, we, we we our, um, our international um, co-host on or, or, or guest on the, driving more wasn't available, but he will be available from next week. So it's, we're going to have him back, Dwayne, the uh, Snowen uh, number nine, special nine, current number nine. Uh, so yeah, he, he, he's yeah training was back started back on Tuesday. So yeah, there's there's no, no one's had any contact training for the last three months.
2: Yep, um, exactly. So, uh,
0: having him, as you say, it takes a weight off Bowden Barrett's shoulders. Bowden Barrett can now spend more time concentrating on himself. Yep, uh, and allow Dan to take over some of that mentoring. mentoring
2: yeah Um, look i mean and and i think the breadth of experience in the mentoring role because you've got leon mcdonald who's you know a a a good all black in his own right and um as a a 15 and uh sort of thing as well so you know you've you've got that good experience not not just sort of like um at club level but actually international all black level experience that can be passed on through the back line and into the onto the team right from, you know, your Bowden Barrett, Leon McDonald, Tana Umang is still there. Let's not forget that. And Carter, and that's what it's, I keep emphasizing. That's what it's been about for the Blues. The fact is that they haven't got these big names to mentor the players in the past, and they have got it now. And that's the exciting thing for me. That's the one that gets me going Yahoo internally.
0: Uh, And look, we've seen Aaron Smith has, uh, has been tweeting the picture of a goat, goat, saying the goat is back um, and, and, other other players saying that as well. So here's a guy. Uh, if anyone's watched the uh, the long uh, the last dance with the the Michael Jordan interview, here's a guy who walks in, uh, and everybody will immediately listen. Right now, there's only a couple of players who will be too who, who he he will scare. Um, they'll be just too scared to talk to him because he is such a goat, uh, and he's he's going to have to break down those barriers. And I think he's the kind of guy who will. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, there's there's no one here who's going to answer back to him uh and he's gonna have a similar effect i would expect that someone like johnny wilkinson had at some um, means at toulon now remember johnny wilkinson had players like victor matfield um niles botha uh in his team and they were scared to not train up to his level right that's now they're big hard guys who are some of the all best or some of the best springbok locks ever to have played and, uh, and 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 that's the kind of impact that dan carl will have with these guys is he'll he'll make everyone train to his level oh
2: look you gotta look at it and say hey look there's a 38 year old man who's out running me that's a bit <laughs> embarrassing so you can't let that happen can you he's, he's out benching me he's out running me he's out bronco busting me you can't let that happen can you
0: no now which so okay so so when he does get back up to full fitness in four weeks time five weeks time what what number does he wear
2: Well, it's an interesting um, scenario. If we take, if we just take a step back and take Dan Carter out of the picture at the moment, and we look at the uh, Terry Black and uh, Bowdoin Barrett um, scenario, and you go back prior to COVID 19 problems, and um, the Blues were going, traveling along quite nicely, and uh, with a Terry Black at at 10. so my view was the fact that with Terry Black and uh, Bowden Barrett in the same, you're looking at playing both of them and you're having them at um, 10 and 15. Now you start putting, bringing Carter in when he does get it. Um, initially, I think obviously in two, three weeks' time, he'll start off the bench. And um, I like the idea of having that experience on the bench to change your game plan up or to close the game out. Um, and conversely, the other option is you could sort of run them, uh, you know, run him at 12. so you've got a, a, a Bowden Barrett um, at 10 no Terry black at 15 and you've got uh, Dan Carter at 12. that's but now you got to, that, that's something you have to manage because TJ Fiani's been doing a bloody good job at 12 so and, and Harry Plummer when he comes on probably not so much but definitely TJ Fiani has been doing well at 12. so that's something you have to manage but definitely I think the the closer role on the bench or to change your game plan if it's not working is is a great position.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I I, th- I think that twenty three jersey is, is is the sorry twenty two jersey is the best jersey for him. Okay, um, yeah, we do want him on the bench. The um, uh, no twenty three, yeah 23, 23 people in a match though, squad. Was it? Oops, my bad. Yeah, yeah eight he, plus five. Yeah, 15, yeah, Twenty three, which is the yeah, basically the, the pivot replacement, because yeah, people have been talking about him playing potentially playing twelve. Personally, yeah, he's thirty eight. Do you want him? In that channel, yep um, For me, getting bashed. So no, I'm, I'm yeah, no contact for three months, uh, and thirty-eight. No, I don't want him playing twelve. Uh, um, I'm sorry. So yeah, that's TJ's from Fiani's uh, jersey all day long, uh, as, as as far as I'm concerned. Um, so that, so, so that, that that piece. I guess the other then yeah, as you say, do you play Terry Black at ten and Bowden Barrett at fifteen, um, or does Bowden uh, Bowden Barrett for Keeps getting pushed back to fifteen, but he keeps saying, "I'm a ten. I want to play 10.
2: So yeah,
0: can see how that's how that pans out. Uh, but I mean, even even Dan Carter's grand says he might not play, folks. Yeah, he might be just there. Um, and if he does play in that in that twenty two jersey, it might be to give Bowdoin Barrett or Oteri Terry Black a rest, a break. Yep. Right? Yep. Um, it's gonna be a. Be- it's
2: gonna be a. It's gonna be a hard. Like, okay, so it doesn't matter whether you're talking about, you know, talking super rugby, whether you're talking about New Zealand Conference, Australian Conference, or South African Conference. One thing all the teams say is it's the hardest game in super rugby is your derby game, which is not a true derby, but what they mean is that interconference um, mm. games mm. is the hardest. And here you've got 10 weeks of interconference derbies, um, and it's going to be brutal. There is going to be um, a. a um, uh, oh, I can't think of the word, but um, there's, there's going to be uh, injuries happening and the, you, or you're going to need players to have breaks. So yep. that's definitely uh, an option. I mean, yeah, you'll need yeah. to have that um, depth on the bench or in the squad.
0: There's going to be some rotation, folks. So, look, the first time Dan Carter gets put on there, please, the people, don't go, Oh, Terry Black's been dropped. He's never going to play again. No, that's not the situation. <laughs> or Bowden Barrett's been dropped. To Terry Black starting and Carter's on the bench. Look, no, no, that's to give him a break, okay? Rather than rather than to 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 to, um, to burn him out. To be fair,
2: to be fair, going back over the last recent history of the Blues, you know, a player that that scenario would be, oh, that player's been dropped. But what the Blues have never been able to get to is a point where they're at now and say, hey, we can do proper rotation where we don't burn out our players because we can actually, we've got our, we've got confidence in our squad and, and obviously in the number 10 jersey uh, to be able to rotate them through as we require them so that they're fresh and not getting run down and worn out. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's the situation. I guess the other point, the other talking point to, talk, to come out of this is how this news came out. Because the way it came out was a screenshot of a WhatsApp message to the team. So a member of the team has broke has has either um, deliberately leaked it because hey that's what the the um, the Blues have decided to do, or um, someone has basically taken the head coach's trust and broken it by, uh, by 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 giving this by by screenshotting it and giving it to the press. So there is potential there for some uh, squad disunity, uh, mistrust. Around this, um, but let's hope that doesn't. So. I, so,
2: I don't. I don't see it as a big problem. Tell you the truth, I think it's um, there's it, it's, it's an either it's either there's one or two things, and one is probably a little bit more of a issue than the other. Um, and that's the fact as a senior player who would have contacts in the media world because the juniors won't. Um, the senior player, is sort of says, oh, hey, I'll give it to my mate who's in the media. Um, and here's a tip um that the other the other uh, thing that possibly happened was that it was a junior that released it out and got all excited it's like oh my god oh my god oh my god Dan Carter's coming which if that was the case then that's actually not a bad thing at all is the fact that that's the excitement in the squad of seeing Dan Carter joining them is I think would actually lift the squad um, rather than have the adverse effect of the message being released um there might be you might you, you know if that was the scenario old um Leon McDonald might have a Word on the side saying, "Next time, just check with me, mate." <laughs> sort of thing. But I, I think when, when, when you know, when we look at leaks uh, in general, when we come out, we've got leaks in the world that are far more important than that coming out. So I don't think it'll be too much of a, a drama at all.
0: Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Right. Yeah, there, of course there are, there, are, there are more important leaks than that. But the but it, it's yeah, um, and also next time, folks, please, uh, I would crop the top bit so you don't give out the details of the GPS report. <laughs> mm-hmm. i was gonna
2: say the, the um i'm sort of thinking that you know the other thing the reason why i don't think it's as serious as it is i actually initially i i heard that it, oh, it's possibly it was leaked by a whatsapp message being um sent to a journalist sort of thing and and just before we jumped on, I actually saw the uh, message. And, and the way that it's it's phrased and the way it's worded, it was already basically a done deal and release. So it wasn't something that was, hey, boys, keep this under your hat because um, we're talking, we're in talks with Dan Carter. The, the signature was on the dotted line and the like. So it was just more dissemination of information.
0: Oh, it was, but the, the uh, and, and I'll be honest, the Blues have not handled this very well on the media side, folks. Because you know what? There's still no article up on the Blues website. There's still no article up on the Blues Twitter page. There's still no article up on the Facebook page. Yes, well, they put out some videos of him there, but there's no press release to say, hey, he's he's signed. You're like, folks, come on. This is basic media. Yes, yes. Well, part of the, the uh, cropped message
2: is um, I, I, I think the social media person at the Blues going, holy hecker, I better get a video ready. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, that, so it, it doesn't appear that the full video has been quite made yet. <laughs> oh, we, we 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 have seen videos of him putting of uh, putting his jersey on and jersey on socks on and stuff like that. Um, which is um, but but yes, yeah, seriously, guys, you should at least have. <laughs> I. It's funny,
2: isn't it? That, that's probably a good topic for our for a, a, a driving mall um session. is the fact is that. How poorly um, social media is actually done by super rugby sides. Oh, no, don't don't stop. I think Ryan started on uh, team naming naming Thursday with the Crusaders.
0: (laughs) You'll see me walking in the corner um, in a fetal position, crying, going, This is so bad. They could do so much better. Why can't they call me? Give Um, me a job. Oh, dear. Well, I think that's uh, we've covered all the bases there, Ashwin. Any other? I think so. I think um, is it. Don't don't
2: let the face sort of uh, sort of confuse you. I, I, there is excitement there, but it's
0: uh, tempered because at the end of the day, it's still about results. And remember, um you, uh, Asher, you could be there at the ground next Sunday if we uh, if we get to level one. You could you could see him in the flesh. Wow. Uh, uh, well, look,
2: if if I'm not at the ground next Sunday at three o'clock watching the uh, Blues play the Hurricanes, I'll be in that corner and having a few GNT, saying, why is that we're still at level two? Why are we still oh, yeah. at level two? <laughs> <laughs> Your caucus has said level one. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, yes. We will. We will. We will. We'll cut it
0: off
2: that. to
0: it. So thank you, Richard Oswin, for this uh, for the chat about um, Dan Carter. Look, he's back. Um, look, uh, the only thing that we need now to make sure that we get everybody's bums on seats for the games next weekend is Rich McCaw to come back. So, um, <laughs> For we, the Blues. We, which um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Blues, but which, yeah. So, so let, let us know in the chat which Super Rugby franchise needs Rich McCaw the most. Um, and if you're not answering the Highlanders, I want to know why. <laughs>